Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 13 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Devin Green and Joshua Unruh, as well as a new panelist joining us, hopefully on a permanent basis, if we don't scare her away, <laughs> is Nikki Robinson. Nikki, welcome aboard. Well, thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've lived in Oklahoma since I was one years old. Uh, we came down from Illinois, so I tend to say Winda every now and then instead of window due to my roots. But um, uh, I grew up in a really small town of Pryor slash Claremore, Oklahoma, and I'm really into the retro gaming scene. That's where I really dug myself into and where I seem to have made a home. So that's where I'm at. You, well, you said that you're, you got it to because of your grandmother. Yes, my grandma was a huge, huge video gamer. Like, back in the day, uh, there was this place called Software, etc. And that's where she would get all her video games, and they knew her by name. That old lady would walk in, and they'd be like, Hi, Kay, how are you? We have your reserve already. It's in. And so, I mean, I have her old Super Nintendo collection, and that's like, was my inheritance when she passed away back in 2000, was that and like all of my memories of her her sitting there playing super Bomberman. i think the first time i heard her cuss was when she was really in a hard level in super Bomberman, and it was just like oh my god grandma's mad we gotta leave the room <laughs> well what is your favorite super nintendo game final fantasy 6 hands oh, yeah. down or three u.s it was three but um the japanese release was six and okay three and see three and four final fantasy three and four the u.s releases are two of my favorites yeah and um that has a really uh, big root in my family because I have six siblings. So uh, my mom would rename each character after a kid. And so, like, Tara was <laughs> always, my, I was always named Tara on that. And then my sister got to be Celeste. And my cousin was Shadow. And, like, I mean, we all, like, personified these characters when they would play the games and stuff because those were our characters that we got named after. So it was always fun. And it, I think it mostly just kept us quiet so my mom could play the games. So she was like, look, it's your character on the screen. <laughs> I can admire that trickery. As yeah, a yeah. Well, you know, when, when my son was able to start playing Star Wars, Lego Star Wars on the, on the Wii, we would spend far more hours than his mother probably would have been happy <laughs> with because uh, we did just fun to play when you got your kid it's not like we actually ignored each other. We were no, you get really, really involved in it, and like I, I mean, I've continued the tradition with my two kids. I have a six mm -hmm. and a nine year old, and uh, my son's a little more into gaming than my daughter is right now. She's still doing the baby doll thing, but me and my son, we've played through many RPGs together. Lunar Silver Star Story Complete for the PS One was the first game we ever beat together. We did voices, we did a lot of, like voice acting to it, and it actually got him to read really well because mm -hmm. he was struggling with reading and uh well like well let's play some video games and you know the ps1 era doesn't have you know a lot of video games nowadays will speak and talk the you know they'll have the text on the bottom but uh, the old ones don't have that so he had to read to know what was going on and that That's was the tactic smooth. we used yeah, my, <laughs> son, my son had trouble with with zelda for a while because he couldn't read so he had to mm -hmm. learn it's like okay i gotta figure, figure out how to read because zelda is one of those games that does not actually have any kind of speaking. You just hear noises and then the, the text at the bottom. So he had to teach himself, I mean, didn't teach himself to read, but he but picked motivation, up reading Very good motivation to mm -hmm. learn how to read. And so my life, throughout my whole life, video gaming has been a very large part of it. I mean, it keeps what's what keeps me and my siblings together. Oh, did you get the reserve? Oh, did you get the special collector's edition? Oh, no, I didn't, couldn't afford that. Well, I got it, ha. Huh? You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot of that. So it's a lot of fun. What do you think is the big gaming thing right now? The big gaming thing right now? I'm actually really excited about a lot of the VR stuff coming out with the Oculus Rift. There's a whole uh, rig now to where you could play like Call of Duty and you can like walk around and do. I mean, it's getting really exciting out there what they're coming out with VR. I mean, as far as like past VR, it's always been like kind of chunky, but now yeah. the graphics are up there. Mm -hmm. You can get really immersive. I've actually used the Oculus Rift several times and Unfortunately, I get motion sickness, so they're going to have to... <laughs> my car sickness is kind of ruining that, but um, it's really getting pretty amazing what they can do with it. I mean, that's I think that's going to be the next really big thing besides just... I mean, it's 
pretty much continued on a steady path. But as far as innovation coming, that's probably the big thing for me anyways. I'm totally picturing Ready Player One. <laughs> I know, exactly. That's all I can yes. think about. Yes. <laughs> it's all going to be virtual it? reality. Have you read, have you read, uh, have you read uh, uh, Ready Player One? No, I haven't. It's on my you long, long, yeah. long list. Uh, right now I'm reading Reality is Broken uh, by uh, Jane McGonigal. Awesome. And that's a really been a really, really good audiobook because I don't, I don't have time to sit. While I drive back and forth, I listen to a bunch of audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best that's way to do it. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Any other questions for, for now, me? I since I've already put you on the spot for some <laughs> assistance... Uh, I believe cosplay is also in your repertoire of yes, geekness. Yes, just uh, it, I'm a general, all-encompassing geek. Um, Good for you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, I've done quite a bit of cosplay. I actually have a cosplay account. I'll link you later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, um, probably my more well-known ones, I did a bunch of ginger-bending Naruto characters for a, my whole group of friends because... I love Naruto. <laughs> I, know, it's so hard. I love this. Well, I've tried to explain that show to so many people, and, and I'm like, just ninja school. I okay? think if there was anybody that you didn't, if you didn't have one of the characters covered, I think you just got. <laughs> You'd be Dev, very nice Devin will round you out. But yeah, um, because I mean, and I prefer Ginger Bin to Sexy No Jitsu because Sexy No Jitsu is kind of sexist, and they were. I tried my hardest to make it just like. The normal clothes in a girl version. Yeah. So that was very important to me. Good but um, uh, I did that. I did some visual K cosplay, if anyone knows what that is. It's Japanese rock. Um, it's the really highly stylized androgynous costumes. And, oh, uh, wow. It's really fast. So I don't like, know, but I want to. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Well, I'll show you a whole new world of music Yay. if you want to go there someday. <laughs> Is that like the, the J-pop type stuff? Or kind the... of. It's kind of rockish metal. Really? But like really stylized and androgynous. I mean, like you're like, is that a guy or a girl? I don't know. I can't tell. That's fantastic. From Japan. Yeah. Wow. There, you know, they're into all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fabulous. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah it's it is. very I, fabulous. I'd, I'd very Harajuku, you know, the area stuff, yeah. type stuff. Yeah. But uh, I was like really into that level. in my early not early twenties. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, we had fruit and fruit too. The books, do you remember those? They were coffee table books that were just pictures of Harajuku kids. Like, yeah. And they were actually compiled from a zine that was called oh, really? Fruit, and it was just. Kind of voyeuristic, but it was just someone running around in Tokyo in just taking photos of, yeah, in her, of hair I actually before have, Gwen Stefani was into it. Yeah. Actually. I was yeah. totally into it before Gwen Stefani. Right there. Yeah. Gotta get my hipster in. Totally. But, um, <laughs> no, I actually went to Harajuku, and it is it, people dressed just like you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not searching out the few, you know, oh, there's one over there in the corner. Right. No, it, I mean, they like actually. Masses of. Masses of these people dressed just, I mean, you could sit and there and look at it. Like Vera Wang. Uh, and yeah. they're wearing like McQueen. I mean, it's, it's this and is it's, not like you compiled it out of clothes from Goodwill. Yeah. This is like you. This is that's all. That's a very lifestyle. expensive. Yes, yeah. and I mean, it's not kidding super around. stylized, and they really make it their own. Mm-hmm. Really do. I mean, uniqueness is something very cultural in Japan. Like because I think it's. I'm gonna get into my sociology here. Um, <laughs> in Japan, like for so long, it was they have they have a saying that the. Nailed the nail that, that sticks out his hammer sticks down. Sticks hammer down, yes. And they also have a saying that's called said, water can't hurt beautiful people, which makes me never scared to walk in the rain. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't care, I'm beautiful, it won't hurt me. Right. And uh, All I can you, think of is uh, the big trouble in little China, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a strong man can feel the nature on his face. A wise man knows when to come in out of the rain. <laughs> but if you're beautiful, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's right. <laughs> so... But yeah, but yeah, that's one of the things when I was there, it was just like, wow, ever, I mean, you can tell these, there were mostly younger kids mm-hmm. there. There were some older ones, and you're like, yeah. And um, you're, they're really trying to find themselves, you mm-hmm. can tell, and they really do a good job through their clothing and mm-hmm. style, which, I mean, if, you know, wearing some really loud pants is 
the best way to express yourself, you know, there's worse ways. So right, go for it. I'm totally for it. It's Very awesome. Hurting. Yeah, exactly. It's good to be in a, a, an environment where you're allowed to do something like exactly. that. Exactly. And like Harajuku has really become like the safe haven for that. Yeah. Because right. I mean, if they were to go to like the Gion district, which is the business district, there's no way. But, uh, but Harajuku, they've really created like the safe haven, which I think should probably be everywhere. I mean, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I, I think, think it's a beauty. That's why steps. what we have with the, the conventions here. Yeah, when, when, it really when we go is. To a convention, mm-hmm. We're allowed to dress up in, in characters because, yeah, that's not something we would wear to work. Or, exactly. to, or even to downtown or to Bricktown. Right. But you go to a convention and you're allowed to dress up and, and, and show your Self-expression is very accepted there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's one of the great things about being a geek is most of them are very comfortable with themselves. And they can go to these conventions and these, you know, safe havens and do that. And that's, that's why I love conventions. That's why I like help running them and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I get this Dr. Hurt cosplay that I was asking if he's help with. I will totally wear it downtown. I'm to I was going to wear it to work. work. Wear it to work. Oh, I'll wear it to work. Now, are you going to make? Are you going to fix it to where the cape actually moves like that? Does, where it's where up. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the trick, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anybody who doesn't know, uh, <laughs> uh, Dr. Hurt is uh, the leader of the Black Glove. He almost took out Batman during Grant Morrison's so seminal run, um, and I am going to Speculative Fiction Southeast soon to represent my company and the vip stuff gets me into everything so they're having a masquerade ball i don't want to go and not dress up but i have to get whatever i'm going to do to florida (laughs) uh and so i was thinking what can i do if i just rent a tuxedo there and of course my first thought was tuxedo mask but then no sailor scouts but yeah it's weird it's (laughs) a little weird like you could have a sailor scout running around with no tuxedo mask but Tuxedo mask without Sailor Scouts. No one cares <laughs> about yeah, Tuxedo sure. mask because he Hey, I had sucks. quite the crush on Darian growing up. You hush your face. Sure. <laughs> but it still wouldn't be worth but the you're not show without ca- Sailor like, Moon. Yeah, outside of the context, you're like, so evening wear. With a cape? <laughs> but so I started thinking, ah, Dr. Hurt, also a tuxedo, but with, you know, creepy, big black domino mask. And he uh, stole... Thomas Wayne's costume that baby Bruce remembers his dad wearing to like a, a, a fundraiser thing. Yeah. And it's just a mask, um, with like a swooped sort of Wolverine-ish, not quite, but like that mask. And then this it's big, the big, big it's bat cape that just cape. sticks up behind him. It, it doesn't move. I mean, How as near as you can tell, it's just stiff sideways. <laughs> sideways, sideways, yeah, sideways, sideways. All the doors are very large in Wayne Manor and right? even bigger in the Batcave. Uh, well, you I know, know, they're cave open. There are yeah. things in cosplay that I see when I go around to conventions and I'm like, how are you walking around in that? Oh, yeah. it's crazy, because isn't I, it? It's just, yeah, you can't move. Because, of course, they're, they're stylized off of comic books or they're stylized off of video games where you don't have to worry about actual physics. Physics is less of a problem. do not have to worry about physics, right? which Gravity. is nope. so must must be so nice for them. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are some, like, I was trying to figure out the boning structure for yeah. that cave because you'd have to make, like, almost a frame and then put it's, in a piece of... And it. it has to fold up. Right. Like, and I have to, to put it in my so suitcase. To, so you'd have so, to, like, mechanically engineer this yeah. thing to fold. <laughs> okay, so I, because I've been complaining about how complicated this would be, um, another friend of mine may have a suggestion that will work like one time. I mean, I mean, because it just has to get there and I have to wear it for one night and then it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will be no repeat like strong yeah. enough to, you know, <laughs> I'll certainly try. I'll put it in the suitcase and try and get it home. But I don't know. I don't know. We're experimenting. But just in case you'll take there, lots of pictures. I've also only got like do. two weeks to do it. So There's if it doesn't come together, I may just throw up my hands. One other suggestion. Mail it to yourself. I'm because not, usually that's something you can do. I, I mean, not when I would go yeah. on trips, I would mail myself things just so that way I didn't have to worry about getting because you can package it however you want. Sure, yeah, once that's you've true. Packaged it, it shows up at the hotel when you get there. You just pick it up, you take it up to your room, and, and it's good to go. And especially if it's just one time, you don't yeah. have to worry about sending it back. You can just throw it in the trash. I feel like if I can get it to fold up at all, the suitcase will be fine. Mm-hmm. Like getting it there is, you know, not. I gotta have like I have two conventions that are back to back down there i have to yeah, but you're gonna freak out the tsa guy <laughs> just go think about the tsa usual. guys come on <laughs> just wear the whole costume on the plane right oh, that's yeah. an idea yeah making friends and influencing pe- people in jail <laughs> <laughs> hey they're people too 
I think super villain costume is probably not the best way to make friends with TSA guys. No. But it's a great way to You're make friends in jail. Or the people that I'm sitting next to as that Kate just whap <laughs> like out. And, yeah. I, okay, good. Buy two seats. I need, I, need, yeah, I need two seats. One for me, one for my Kate. Right. Uh, Have you met my Kate? That would be wonderful. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I did want to talk about one other thing this week, and that is uh, next week we start the season premieres, and uh, very excited about a lot of TV coming up. But is there anything right now that you guys are excited about? Uh, any new shows that you guys are excited about coming up for the fall season? Well, actually, I just found out about Killjoys due to a Mary Sue post that you mm-hmm. put up, actually, and um, I, I'm gonna the have to go back. The video was awesome, and like, yeah, the video was amazing. It has drinks from Warehouse 13, and I'm I, I'm a huge Warehouse 13 fan, and um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it now because it's a space western. Well, you had space me western. at space western right? that isn't Firefly. Yeah, yes. like uh, you had me. See, I'm, I didn't put I didn't put that and that's qualifier why, in there. Either. That's why I like. No, it. I, I just added that. <laughs> I on. know. I mean, if it wasn't Firefly, then you can just like that's logic. A mm-hmm. equals A. A does right. So if yeah. If you did, you were talking about Killjoys, I could add that without prejudice. True. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I added it with prejudice. You, you yes. did. Now, of course, I know I know that all of us here are looking forward to Supergirl. Duh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the one who's seen it. That's right. You have seen I it. Have, yeah, I have. Conscious I, I, decision. I know. No, 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 I'm, no judgment. <laughs> just saying. Editorial From an informed decision. place, I'm still excited. Yeah. They, they've also been announcing like more casting for it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, since I, since I gushed all about it. The, the casting the last time they like uh, General Lane they've cast and Lucy Lane who um, well, I think I, I think I might have mentioned her before but yeah there's a Red Tornado yeah oh, I've heard there was a Red Tornado I heard how that did that I well. miss this yeah oh, yeah they now? cast a Red Tornado and it's officially Android version because I seriously for a minute was like what like Ma Hunkle <laughs> Because that's more ridiculous than the than the robot that makes tornadoes. I mean, no, it's about the same Six level of ridiculous. Six of one, half dozen yeah. of the other. Yeah. So Apache Chief is going. I'm go sorry. Big, I, go I'm just going home. back to Super Friends. <laughs> there, we always had Red Tornado and Apache Chief and Aquaman. They basically, uh, whenever you didn't have anything you needed Aquaman. to actually succeed, those are the three you'd say. <sighs> Super Friends and what it did for Aquaman. Oh, poor Aquaman. I know. I still feel sorry for him because he's I, awesome. I, yes, yeah. he is. <laughs> Yes, it but totally, not totally not is. after Aqua, not after yeah, it's tough. Super after, Friends. Well, everybody looks bad in Super Friends except for Superman. Right. Everybody. Because anytime looks you rough. need a job, you need to actually get done. You send Superman. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So Red Tornado, <laughs> Red Tornado on Supergirl, unexpectedly weird right out of the gate. Yeah. What uh, actor? Oh shoot, I didn't know who it was. Okay. Like I didn't recognize. I I, recognize. I didn't recognize them. Still, yeah. still cause for excitement. So no. Yeah, I was much more. Uh, Almost anybody they cast as that would not has been would not have been as exciting to me as going oh red tornado oh, really? apparently yeah. it's, right. sure yeah okay well, then they've already got the toy maker why not mm-hmm. I know well yeah but it's kind of a question mark how long it's before be talk yeah about. like how long I think do it's they... gonna be pretty quick um, really I do okay I think it it has to be long enough okay because I have a really precious thing that I want them to do with him Minus, and oh, and okay. there has to be enough time for him to settle into that. But I'm the good guy who, if I just hang out long yeah. enough, she'll notice me. So the that's nice going to take a minute. But yeah. yeah. We need, I we, don't think you need more than two or three episodes. For I, him I would to, accept and, two and, or three And then episodes. to be jaded and, and to, to realize maybe then he gets put in the friend zone and goes all toy man crazy. And, <laughs> and, you know. Which would be awesome. It's so, yeah. Oh, oh, so those nice guys aren't really that nice after all. Yeah. Mm, can't yeah. wait. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. Very now, excited. Um, uh, are there any shows that are returning that you're excited about? Which, which shows are you returning or are you excited about? I just saw the trailer for iZombie's second season okay. last night. And there's not a whole lot to the trailer, honestly. But, I mean, I really enjoyed the first season and wasn't sure how I was going to feel about them taking the weird, quirky comic and turning it into a police procedural. But it really, it worked out. Pro- probably mostly because of the... Uh, um, the Veronica Mars feel, you know, that's mixed in. That's probably why it's working for me. So I'm pretty excited for the second season. I zombie is one of those that I've got on my, um, I'm kind of, I've got, I'm concerned about, I've got some concerns because I read the entire, I think 22 issues. I've mm-hmm. got them at home and, 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 uh, Mike Allred and, and, uh, Oh, slot Dan slot, I think is who wrote it as well. Uh, just kind of went off on tangents and it didn't quite, Oh, he's doing silver surfer. 
that's right. Yeah. Mike Allred, he just kind of went off on a tangent, and the, the it didn't quite work. And I kind of feel like I, that's how I felt at the end of the season, this the season finale for iZombie. I was like, I, it didn't do it for me. Everybody's a zombie, and so when everybody's a zombie, no one's a zombie. So right. it it becomes, and that was where it got to be really bad in the in the. Uh, it, it was kind of ramping up to where there was a very definite zombie problem. Like how, how much longer can we keep this? Right. Like, we, you know, keep this under wraps, uh, you know, before it just spills over out into the front page, which was kind of cool. Like I liked that, like that building tension. Um, yeah. I mean, there were, it was, it was not a perfect first season. There were some really interestingly oddball steps, but overall I really liked it. So yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see, and there's some pretty good it. cliffhangers. Yeah. To, that I will like that they tease none of in the in the really? trailer. Well, like I said, the trailer's just not much to it. Yeah. And anything they showed you would, in fact, they did show one thing that has to do with one of the cliffhangers, and it did make me go, "Well, I have to know what that's all about." Right. So, so good so job. So it worked. There yeah, well, they well. had me anyway. But yeah, <laughs> Nikki, what about you? Anything that you're excited about? I'm mostly excited for the turn of the year when Netflix puts out another season of House of Cards, mm-hmm. Daredevil. And they're coming out with a Punisher series. So, <laughs> see a Punisher series. I, I had not I heard about, about that. that. Is that going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I don't know. I think it's going to be like a series, like you know, on Netflix and stuff. I so. don't think he's getting his series yet. He's, he's a he's no, part of Daredevil. He's part of Daredevil season two. Maybe I just heard rumors. Oh, yeah. Then. Oh well, that almost. But I mean, it, too. yeah. yeah. This is a good. This is a good backdoor pilot. This is good yeah. I mean, I mean, Punisher has been come out in two two movies, and both of them have failed so completely and utterly horribly. Which is ridiculous because that third one was amazing. What the I really liked it. War, yeah. War Zone. Warzone, yeah, yeah, was great. Was it? See, I didn't well, see it because I, I mean, by that time I was over. Listen, Punisher, it's but. not Citizen Kane, okay? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's too. it's incredibly watchable. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. I really like who they casted as the Punisher too. The, yeah, I can't ever remember his name though. Oh my gosh, he was. He's scary. Yeah, he was in The Walking Dead. Oh, the, the, uh, the new the new cast is yeah. Punisher. Yes, I don't watch oh. Walking Dead, so I'm no, not sure. Either. What is Shane? His name is Shane. Oh, Walking ugly, Dead. ugly oh, dude. that guy. Yeah, yeah. Shane. Yeah, yeah. I think all you had to say was Shane, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's Punisher. Absolutely hated his character in The Walking Dead. I was like, he did a good job. Perfect casting. I mean, if you are if you are running a show or movie where Punisher is in it, and he is. Like unequivocally the good guy, you're doing Punisher you're doing wrong. It wrong. Like he, you really yeah, are. Um, that's one of the reasons why I've never really cared for Punisher. Yeah, personally, he's I, a little it's, universe it's, breaking yeah. if mm-hmm. you think too hard about him. But he's great because because one of the things I said I really liked about Daredevil was how nicely they stratified. Like in the in the comics, it would not be weird for Captain America to get bored and go on patrol and punch muggers. In the cinematic universe, that's ridiculous. Yes. He's busy, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea he's busy. He's not going to run into Daredevil. Oh, yeah. hey, what's up? You know, that's not gonna happen. Yo, dude. Uh, High five. So I'm always like, Yeah, I kinda think Captain America would take issue with the Punisher and probably do something about that. Mm-hmm. But now in the cinematic universe, I buy that he's busy. Like it's a whole mm-hmm. other step up. The stuff going on in the ground level. in Hell's Kitchen is not on his on their yeah. radar. And so I won't immediately ask why don't the these other important you people show up and out. deal with this guy because really um, uh, Daredevil and Punisher have been really good foils for one another in the comic books at various times. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. cool. And I think Elektra is also going to be in the second she, season. Better so. be better well, than the she movie. Have to. <laughs> she better be oh, well, better. Well, the, 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 the bar series is itself has already shown itself to be better than anything that's ever come out in, in, Marvel in regard to Marvel has done some amazing things in mm-hmm. the past yeah. probably five or six years. I mean, it's been, they've, Compared to like what Daredevil was, Electra was way back when I, I was. I think in it's high because school. they finally have people who care about comic books writing comic book movies. Yeah, and we've all proven what happens when you get someone passionate who who well I'm, I'm going the other way. Oh. The people who don't have never who, even cracked don't a comic get it. book. Yeah. I don't understand. And oh, yeah. but I'm going to make a comic book movie. Well, then you need to read one. <laughs> Yeah. You know, have you seen the don't. comic? Yeah. And so, I, yeah, and I think it is. I think that the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a bunch of people who actually care about comics and want to take what they've read in the comics 
and do as best they can, because I don't think you could ever do word for word. And I think no. uh, we, we proved it with, uh, what was the, the um, oh, it's, it's escaped me now, the, the 80s uh, comic book that came out. I know of a few that came out in the 1980s. <laughs> no, no, it, it's from the 80s. The comic book from the 1980s, The Watchers. Oh. The Watchmen. The Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Um, which was almost very, very similar to the comic book. And yeah. it just didn't work. And the comic book's fantastic. But it didn't it didn't work. You do have to change things. They call it the I unmakeable think, movie but the, for the reason. not working in Watchmen was when they changed stuff that did not need to be changed. Yeah. I mean, you have the, the whole point is it's a bunch of normal people in tights, and when you open with people punching through walls and stuff, it's like, oh, I see. That is actually with Sucker Punch, my my two big examples of oh, Zack Schneider doesn't understand things. Right. Like he doesn't get it. <laughs> he does Even when it. he writes it, he doesn't get it. You know, <clears throat> but that's everything he changed in Watchmen, and there was, wasn't was a whole lot. But it was right. it was it, that was the stuff that didn't make it work. Uh, like everybody looked too cool. You're supposed to look kind of goofy. Yeah. Everybody looked kind of goofy in Watchmen. I mean, anyway, mm -hmm. that's... But yes, but I... And we're off. Oh, we got Jessica Jones is also coming out at the end of this year. Mm. Jessica Jones is my big hurdle on the on the Marvel Netflix stuff. If I can get over that, they've basically got me forever. Jessica Jones, I have nothing going into it. I don't think I've ever read a Jessica Jones I don't like comic Jones. ever. So I, I've, I've, I do know the Purple Man. Yeah, uh, because well, I, he's been around. Comic, well, I was reading a comic with him in it. It wasn't Jessica Jones, but so I don't know anything about her. I don't know, and I'm kind of excited about that. I say I say Jessica Jones is my hurdle, but honestly, they announced the casting for Misty Knight, uh -huh. will, who will be in. I guess Luke Cage is going to get in the second round of them. He's getting his own show, and they cast Misty Knight, and so I'm like, fine. Even if <laughs> Jessica Jones is terrible, you probably have me anyway. Yeah. And you're going to make me an Iron Fist show. You've got me. You've got me. The beautiful thing is... It's, I can it's, just skip Jessica Jones if I have to. Take my money. We'll yeah. just act like it doesn't exist. And it's, it's, yeah, it's Netflix. If so it comes like, to it. Like, if it comes episodes, to it. You can it may be fine. I don't like Jessica Jones. Well, I like her now, actually. I didn't, I didn't like the Jessica Jones that the show is based on. But her now, where she's like, she's married to Luke Cage and they have a kid mm -hmm. and they run, the, she's like the den mother of the Avengers. It's mm -hmm. great. That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> but like the one from that they're kind of basing the show off, I, I, I didn't care. Now, currently, they are really a street level Avengers, right? Well, they, I guess the world's blown up since then. I mean, there's actually. Yeah, nobody uh, knows what's going on. But yeah, Mighty Avengers was, Mighty oper Avengers, was operating right. yeah. on a. So that's the only thing I didn't know about Jessica tier. Jones. They're non-profit. They were, they are, wing. they are actually <laughs> non-profit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do they have a, do they have a number and everything? They can purchase. Yes. They do Walmart like text membership drives. Yes. I kid you not. I bet they go the same. not Walmart. Probably. They're the public radio superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they, they did commercials. I mean, it was, it was like the non-profit because Luke Cage and Iron Fist were heroes for hire. So they were, you know, they will do your superhero thing. For a reasonable fee. Right. Right. Um, and uh, that's basically Mighty Avengers only run as a nonprofit instead of a <laughs> small business. Like, it's great. Let's go fight this big crime boss. We don't have the money. You know, I there's mean, a, li there's a, a little bit trope. of that. There's <laughs> a little bit of that. It's pretty good. You need to have a bake hire. sale and then we can go do it. <laughs> you know? now, I, there's awesome. there's, there's going to be some new movies, uh, new shows coming out. Um, Minority Report on Fox is coming out. Uh, have you guys seen the, the trailers for this? I'm interested. I am, I I'm am intrigued. Too. My problem is saw, like, it reminds trailer. me a lot of last year being human. Last, yes. Was it yeah. last season? That's that what I thought it was. like six or seven episodes, six yeah, shows. That, and, and Fox yeah. got rid of it. What a surprise. Wait, wait, wait. Is Minority Report on Fox? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, don't, don't get attached. Right. <laughs> don't get attached. No, I said that about Gotham. Don't give me And it got a second season. Yeah. Well, but listen, if now, Warner Brothers is just going to stomp around lighting people's cigars off $100 bills, they can make, I mean, oh, but that's my theory for why Gotham is still on the air. They just paid a lot of money? Yeah. WB just paid a lot of yeah. money? Warner Brothers, I mean, you know, Warner Brothers, top level it's owning. It's pretty entertaining. But then, no, then why did Constantine get shot? Exactly. Because nobody gives NBC a crap needs about money Constantine. More than anybody else. Everybody gives a crap about Batman. That's true. true. I mean, that's but not. there is no Batman. That's the problem. And he's a whiny little kid. Like, I mean, it, no, apparently, right? That's why to, I don't care. Only <laughs> that, although, although I do actually kind of, I'm kind of excited about Gotham season two. Really the way they're way. advertising it, it is the rise of the villain. Yeah, I know. Because I'm just except there is nobody to stop. There I don't. Isn't. Mm -mm. There isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's no. a, they're basically going to say is these villains came about 
without I feel the Batman. Emotion. Hey, my super favorite thing about Gotham season two, and it's not enough to get me to watch it, but that was that the the director, the showrunner, whatever, was like, we promise not to make all the mistakes that we made in season one and season two. And I was like, you have ratified all of my decisions. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. No one is more intimately involved in this show, and you just ratified all of my Gotham decisions. So. No, what about Heroes Reborn? Re- Reborn, is that right? Re- yeah. Still on the fence on that one. I'm hopeful. So I'm hopeful. but Well, the first and second season of Heroes, I loved. Awesome. I have no investment in Heroes, so I don't I don't know. It I was don't know. So, when it was good, it was so oh, good. Oh, yeah, it was. It was fantastic, and but he didn't, it, know, he didn't know where it was going. And, and I think yeah. that's what I'm kind of excited about Heroes Reborn, because it looks like they have learned from their mistakes. Why did Heroes fail? The show. Why did it fail? Because they ran out of X Men comics to rip stories off from. Well, even worse. That's not true. There's no end of X Men comics, so that's not why. No, no. The reason was they didn't (laughs) want them to. They, 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 they were on the verge of putting them in the tights and doing this, and they didn't want to go there because it wasn't right. It was during the time of the 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 Batman, you you know, dirty, grimy, you know, Dark Knight type stuff. So they didn't want to do tights, and you don't go there, then it just fizzled out. And so that was, I mean, I mean, it, I don't think the time was right. I, that was the, the interesting, I sat down to watch heroes expecting a superhero show right. and it was not a superhero show and it made it clear it was never going to be a superhero show. And I just left confused. I was like, why would you make this show and not make it a superhero show? And mm-hmm. it's because the time wasn't right. Like Marvel hadn't put the time in, you know, uh, uh, to make superheroes a viable commodity to the mainstream. And, but I mean, that's why I left. I was like, I just want a yeah. superhero and that's show why and I think I'm not going to get reborn. it. We, we, it is the time. Maybe they'll do it. Where yeah. we can yeah. actually put these guys in. I don't, Maybe they'll you don't commit. have to necessarily put them in tights, but that kind of thing. Put them in costumes, cover them up, make sure that, you know, put them in masks, do the. the. Give me something to cosplay, please. Yes. <laughs> have secret ideas. As opposed to something for have me to cosplay. <laughs> that's right. Which is <laughs> like, just, can I get that out of my closet? Can I, can I grow a t shirt and jeans and a coat? <laughs> Thanks. I'm a serial can, killer. I can say, save the cheerleader, save the world a hundred times. Yes, yeah. and, and, do that. and you know, just dress up in a cheerleader outfit because that's all she did. I don't think that's a good idea for me. No. You should. You should try that. A gender bending uh, um, heroes. We can I did bend. see gender bending Sailor Scouts that showed just as much skin <laughs> as the actual Sailor Scouts, and I was like, well played, but no thank you. <laughs> okay, excuse me. <sighs> all right. Tuxedo Mask basically looked like, was also gender flipped, basically looked like Zatanna. It was pretty okay. Right? It was pretty <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, any other shows you guys are, are interested in? Oh, I'm, uh, I got to mention Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who, I am so excited about. They've looks like they've finally gone back to the adventure. There's no longer any of this uh, just moping Melodrama. around and oh, this. I have not tackled the Everest yet. <laughs> it isn't as so all, all, all fifty seasons. Sure, we'll sit down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, sure, totally. we'll do that over the weekend. Oh, Thursday. it's Labor Day weekend. It's and perfect. Just go to Michael's. I got a twenty-four hour gameathon this weekend. So <sighs> really, what are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Super Puzzle Fighter and Harvest Moon Back to Nature. So uh, it's for hot dogs for the homeless with RGS. We're doing it, doing it as a charity event. That's awesome. That's the retro That's gaming awesome. system. Yeah, uh, gaming retro society. gamer society. Retro yeah. gamer society, which uh, puts on the retro gaming con. The uh, super bit con. Super bit con. Just right I down the road to, at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Did a story on that. Did an interview with uh, Brandon on that one. And uh, yeah, Brandon's a good guy. Yeah. So this is fantastic. It, I didn't get to go. I'm, I, <gasps> I uh, you yeah. Yeah, I didn't wow. get to go this past year because it just happened on a weekend that I couldn't do it. But I, I went the first week year it went, mm-hmm. and it was amazing, just filled with people who were, and it's just all these wonderful we gaming so systems. We were so surprised. And, I, vol- I volunteered every year that's happened, and uh, we were just so surprised by the turnout. I mean, the gaming community is strong in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. But they've had no outlet either. No, right. and we really haven't. Um, most of the outlet, at least convention-wise, have been anime-related. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Tokyo and Tulsa, ZumiCon, all that type of stuff, and nothing specifically for gamers. And that's one of the great things about SuperBitCon is it's a gaming convention run by gamers for gamers. We know what they want. We listen, and we uh, we actually doubled this year. We went yeah. from a couple thousand the first year to almost four thousand this that's year. Awesome. And, and it's, it's retro gaming too. So, it, and, but it's also new stuff. Yeah. You go there. I mean, you, we you had Sony and stuff. Microsoft there this yeah. year, and so uh, if you like the new stuff, that's cool. But it's also good for those of us who are maybe a little bit older and remember nostalgic. the old Wii's. I mean, not Wii's. Uh, the old sixty uh, fours yeah. and the and the SNESs and all those. 
I mean, it's great. It is a lot of fun to go to. Go yeah, to. so that's my weekend, or else I'd watch Doctor Who with you. <laughs> Cram it all in a week. Listen, uh, your next three-day weekend, Michael's got you. Okay. okay. Well, right. Doctor Who is just is just fun. If you ever get a chance, and I think you it's could wonderful. you could sit down and start watching it now uh, because it's I think it's going to be brand new. This is going to be. I think when we were talking, when Chase was here, remember he asked how long should a, see, a show last? Mm-hmm. And I thought about it since then. And actually, I believe if you're doing some, a show like that, seven seasons is typically what they should go. Because you always have like that Who? curse of the eighth season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's why Star Trek never went into an eighth season. The, the next generation, none of them did. Okay. They all were all seven seasons long. Um, and every now and then, and so I think the I eighth I think that season, might have more to do with the point that you hit syndication numbers, but... Well, it is also that, <laughs> but but the eighth season just uh, this the Doctor Who just had its eighth season. It was horrible, mm-hmm. really. And so hopefully yeah. it'll go back to just going to adventuring, running around, going to alien worlds, and and I think it's going to be so much better. So I'm looking forward to Doctor Who. So Speaking I have to ask, of, oh, go uh-huh. ahead. Yeah. who's your Doctor? Uh, the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, uh, without <laughs> a doubt. It was uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, same doctor. Yeah, my yeah. father sat me down and said, "There's this going to be a new show on on OETA or mm-hmm. Channel 13, and it's a sci-fi show. I think we'd like it." So my dad and I sat down and watched the very first episode of Tom Baker on OETA, and I was hooked. And I was hooked all the way through him, Peter Davison. I kind of dropped off uh, as I got to be a teenager and realized there uh-huh. were other things to do on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Um, so I fell away from Doctor Full Who. Full circle. But then as you get older, you, then you get back into it. So I've, I've watched every episode. Every episode, there's probably about six episodes in the Patrick Troughton era that I have not seen, but I have seen every episode of Doctor wow. Who. Wow. All 50 years. Wow. the ones you can't get? What's that? The ones you can't get? The Patrick Troughton ones? No, yeah. They're, they're the most hard, of them, the most really of them are... are uh, well, like they're, Lost? They're the Lost like, episodes. Like the, yeah. the videotapes or films no yeah. longer. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they were burned and destroyed by BBC. Which was horrible. Good job, BBC. Yeah, yeah well played. Um, <laughs> so, so they so, live on an island. They only have so much storage space, you guys. Cut them some slack. I know. Well, at the time, that it's was the problem. Good. Everything yeah. was on videotape. And, so they, and they really thought, well, no one's going to watch these episodes again. So they started videotaping over them. They didn't yeah. destroy them. They just videotaped over mm-hmm. them because it was videotape. And so they would film something and record over them and they were, were lost forever. Oh yeah. The only, oh, the yeah, only that place. Is the charm. And that this, was almost every episode. The only thing is a lot of the satellite stations kept their originals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we have Dr. Who all the way into some of the 1970s, John Pertwee's mm-hmm. uh, were, were lost completely until someone went, Oh, people will want to watch these videotape. Oh. <laughs> you know, videotape was finally invented and, and they realized, Oh, we can watch show these old episodes again. And, uh, so a lot of the satellite stations finally went, oh, well, we've got copies of those. But there are some that are still lost to time. Um, although they did discover two back about, what was it, 2013? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and uh, I, I couldn't remember which ones they are, but they're, they're uh, Patrick Troughton ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enemy crazy. of the World, that's one of them. I'm probably waking up at 2 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> the um, but very good. To the blog. Yeah, was really good. And all you, had, all you have now is they've got the audio, of the uh, of the films and so they put pictures up stills of the shows and sometimes oh. they'll have descriptions so you can see still see them right. and they're cleverly done if they don't have audio sometimes they'll have people pretending to do they'll do the voices and things like that now sometimes do special effects they'll add in computer special effects charming. yes <laughs> so it's it they there is there are ways to see every episode but unfortunately sometimes you're looking at a still photo with just audio going on underneath so you really have to be you have to really Commit. want to it. I was going to say, speaking of running yes. around to alien worlds, I could not be more excited about the Flash. Oh, <gasps> right! Yes. Oh, the because they keep casting people. Like, yes. oh, so we're going to have Golden Age Flash. Oh, so we're going to have Kid Flash. Oh, so we're going to... It's ridiculous mm-hmm. and amazing. Yes. I don't even know how they're going to fit all that in like one season. It's dumb. I saw an article today that said, and this is on Friday that we're recording this, uh, an article today that, that said Flash has the potential to be the next Doctor Who. As I mean, far well, as just this, being yeah. world yeah, building, that. amazing, yeah. and, and a following that, that blows away everything. The Flash has that ability in, in what's coming up in, in the second season. That I I don't doubt. I mean, there's certainly a lot of spinoff potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all of these other, this, you know, sort of family, this confederation of speedsters. I mean, they're kind of already do. I mean, technically Flash's Arrow's spinoff, but the, uh, 
the DC's Legends tomorrow. Legends tomorrow feels more like a oh yeah, flash yeah I think it's more of a flash. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's got Captain Cold in it, and it's more superhero-y stuff. And Heat Wave in it. Even right. though, yeah, and even though uh, Ray Palmer was running around Arrow, he wasn't he wasn't doing anything. So you know, what uh, was it you called him the Iron the poor man's Iron Man. Yeah, he's he's Garage Band Iron Man. Garage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, hey, okay. I whatever the reason that that Chris Nolan felt the need to ask uh, or to have Batman say something like, "Well, I'm not fighting crime in hockey pads." They everybody's looking at you now, Ray, because yes. it, it's total. It's a hockey uniform with a bunch of like LEDs and stuff put on it. Yeah, the, the guy who not played, enough played effort. Ray Palmer, you played Superman. Yeah, Superman that's Returns. the reason that I'm still okay with Ray Palmer because Brandon Routh was amazing. Yes, he was when when he was just you know doing his kind of like bumbling millionaire thing. But it was like, oh, take the what is even going on <laughs> yeah, with this uh... armor, armor. Plus, you got Arthur Darvill from Doctor Who uh-huh. is is uh, mm-hmm. playing in it. So I'm. I'm, I'm excited. I think DC's Legends tomorrow looks really good, but that's not going to start till 2016. So right. we'll, we have plenty of time to talk about that. Geek of the week. Did anyone come up with any geek of the week stuff? I have one. Okay. I have one. Cause I have, uh, my friend Jonathan Groth is looking out for me. He's giving me a hard time when he listens to the podcast and I don't have a geek of the week. So he passed one on to me way early in the week that, uh, these, these gentlemen in Stillwater, the, uh, owners of GM body shop have, an Optimus Prime, apparently life-size oh, I saw Optimus that. Prime that they, you know, uh, and they're building, um, they're building a Bumblebee. I guess they have two locations and wow. they're building a Bumblebee at their other location. Oh so, my gosh. Yes. That's hardcore. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. Those guys are great. So, and it looks really good. Like I saw the picture, he, he, Jonathan shared it to me on Facebook and seriously, it, it looks like Optimus Prime yeah. and it's. I mean, near enough to life size. Yeah, I, I would believe this, pretty. and it's huge. It's amazing, awesome. and obviously, lovers of, of the original Transformers. I don't, I don't usually count the, the new movies, but the original, the original, more yeah. than meets the eye. Oh yeah, that song was epic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't breathe through this miasma of '80s nostalgia. <laughs> what is? Listen, that the, hey. Everybody loves the idea of giant robots changing into cars that you can drive around, but that show wasn't that good. No, no. It wasn't. Okay, it's all right. I was just okay. Not I was just not it was GI Joe, but I watched every. It was episode. fantastic. Oh, GI Joe. Let me tell you that. Dude, that and knowing cartoon, is half the battle. No, it I was going to say red Joe. lasers, blue lasers. But the the uh, the comic book from around the same time was amazing, and I have never gotten more stony faces from my childhood friends is when I was like, you guys should totally be reading this G.I. Joe comic. And they're like, really? Red lasers, blue lasers. No, it's real. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's really, it's still good. But compared to the cartoon, it's like, what? These are not, these don't fit together. One of these things is not like the other. Anyway. Anyone else? I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm, Optimus Prime and Stillwater. Go check it out. Yeah, I'm, I've got one. Uh, mine's actually even older. It actually comes from last week. Um, and it, oh, wait, before we go uh, any further, do you realize it is uh, Force Friday? Have you heard about this? It's, yeah. It's Force Friday. All which, the toys. Yeah, which is just basically Disney's way of making, celebrating the fact that I'm giving them a lot of money. <laughs> Have you seen some of these toys that are coming out for, for Star Wars? Yeah. They're really, yeah. And not just toys, the, the bed. Did you I'm see the bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think the, I should have got on the ball and had children. The, like, because I No, they're too expensive. Yeah. yeah. If you have children, hey. you can't afford the toys. See, there that's you right. go. That's where see, I went. I got that's you when you get divorced, like I did, and then you have to split everything anyways, and you have extra make, money. Make him man. get to the money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just point him at his grandparents like a shopping guy. There you go. Yeah, I want, I would, I'm sad that my son is too big for that bed. That is the cock. You're never too the, big the, for a Star Wars bed. No, no he's too big for this Star Wars bed. He can curl up into a ball <laughs> and lay in that thing. No, I saw the the little the little ball droid. Uh, that yeah, thing yeah, looks like, amazing. That toy looks great. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah you so know, that, that, okay, go ahead. I, so I I have been ambivalent about the Force Awakens, right? Like I'm on record as just the prequels yeah. kind of sucked the life out of me. JJ is not a guarantee. So I've been a little ambivalent. I bought the humble bundle last week of uh, Star Wars audiobooks, but I mostly bought it Ooh. because the uh, the radio drama that was like came out around leading up to the movie. I think so. It's kind of an early uh, earlier script slash the novelization. There is I'm two hours in, and it just got to where the movie starts, to where uh, a new hope oh, starts. Wow. Oh. 
two hours of this rate and it's I got a lot more like a lot more it's kind of making me care about Star Wars. Like, it's really unexpected. And see, that was. Is it that's, still going on? Can I still get that humble book? No. <laughs> Darn. And, and uh. that's, that's, that was my geek of the week is, is this. I'm going to play some audio here because it was only 15 seconds, but it's amazing. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? So and that's it. And, and, and yes, and Star Wars, I don't know. Disney just said, you know what? We got 15 seconds of footage. What should we do? Let's put it on Instagram and make the geek world go insane. Yeah. yeah. Over 15 seconds. If you get to see, I don't know if you guys have seen this video yet. It is just, it, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's, you see the Empire, you see the girl and BB-8 looking up, and then you see the bad guy with the, the crossbar Oh red yeah, lightsaber. the lightsaber. Yeah, and and the other character lighting up his lightsaber in the same place. What so is it's it? like Finn, right? Finn. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against Kylo Ren, uh, and I can't believe I remember those names already. Um, but yes, and this month they are coming out with the book, which it just came out today. Uh, the countdown. Oh, the, the novelization aftermath is oh, just came out today. Yeah. Uh, the comics are coming out in the next couple of weeks. This is where, from here on out, is where we start building the bridge for what happened after Return of the Jedi. Because we all knew what happened after Return of the Jedi because there was 20, 30 years worth of books. But those are all gone now. And so the expanded universe doesn't exist. So now we're going to find out what actually happened. And apparently it's going to be totally different from what expanded universe had. Expanded universe had, they basically destroyed the Empire. It, it still existed in a little corner and every now and then they fight each other. But... Leia and Han got married and, and had kids and the and the Republic came back and everything was good. And, and, and one of their sets of kids gave birth to the best... Well, they didn't give birth. That's I'm straining the metaphor at that point. To the best set of Star Wars novels was the, the like uh, Jedi Temple or Young Jedi. Yes. I can't remember. There's like a well, hundred of them. And it was, it was, it was it like was, Jedi Animorphs. It, they just kept coming <laughs> out. Was. It was. It was that, that, and they that were good. Luke, Luke, set up, Luke set up the Jedi Order again, and I think what they're going is a totally different direction. That first off, it didn't end with Return of the Jedi. That there was still an ongoing battle. The Empire is still huge, um, even without its figureheads, and that that I think Luke just kind of goes off into hiding instead of cre- instead of making more Jedi. He just kind of goes. Well, that away. seems completely responsible. Well, and so that, that would he basically said for sarcastically. 30 years. Well, and I think maybe it actually, with what happened with the Jedi Order in the expanded universe, it was probably very responsible <laughs> because they don't. Well, that's because every story has to be about Sith coming back yeah. or somebody deciding to be a Sith. That we've talked, we talked about that in another yeah. episode. And, and I think what they're going to do is say that for 30 years, that it was basically going to be just, they're just going to do wars. It's just a war between the, the, the Republic and the Empire. Um, and the Jedi and the Sith don't actually play a role until we get to... Um, to the movie. To the movie. Oh, yeah, the, force, yeah. the Force Awakens, there's been an awakening. Oh, well, that's what it is. Because after that fight with Darth Vader, Luke was just really tired. So he curled up with an Ewok, like a teddy bear. Right. And he just took a nap. Now <laughs> the Force is awakening. Wicked wakes him up and says, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Maybe the Force should awaken. Huh? <laughs> what? Five more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just it all makes sense to me now. It all makes sense to me now. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyway, anything? I'm going to give a shout out to the Gameathon we're doing yes. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you can log in on Twitch at Retro Gamer Society and watch me and all my crew Do you play. Know how many people it's going to be? Um, I think we're having somewhere around 20 people take, we're taking shifts because it's yeah. going to be 24 hours. And um, and how I, can we support the charity? And yeah, how, how, how do we do that? You can donate, donate. There's a GoFundMe. There's also PayPal. There'll be links at the Twitch page. Um, we've actually raised, we're looking to exceed our goal. Our goal was $6,000. It's for a local charity here in Oklahoma City. It's Hot Dogs for the Homeless. They obviously give hot dogs and food, and but they give other things like socks and toothbrushes, toothpaste, and little care packages to the homeless around here. And um, it's a good, great local charity. I mean, we do, we're do. we really involved. When we actually support them at the convention, too. We had a, a raffle, a bazaar is what we called yeah. it, and at the convention this year. And we're, like I said, we're looking to exceed our goal, which was $6,000. I think we're only like $800 away from that goal. So we're hoping to just totally blow it out of the water with the game So Definitely check that uh, out. And, and RGS.com. 
It's at, uh, the stream will be at Twitch on Twitch. So uh, it's Retro Gamer Society. Retro Gamer Society. And um, I cannot remember the GoFundMe page at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure it's, lo- it's, it's located something, somewhere. If you look up Retro Gamer Society, you will find it. Yeah. There's Google it. And oh. if there's any out of state <laughs> listeners, there's probably Retro Gamer Society in your state somewhere, yes. <laughs> this is a, at least in the Midwest. This is, this is a, a, a one of many. Oh, yeah. Um, there's one in Illinois, Texas, Oklahoma. I mean, Louisiana. Just the ones that I'm a member of that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, there's – or and if there's not one, I'm sure there's someone interested. So, that's yeah. wonderful. Where two shall meet, there sh- he shall be also. There you go. So that's our show. You can find us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast. You can also like our Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments to okiegeekpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And where can people find you on the World Wide Web, Devin? They can find me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Weva. That's W-U-V-V-A. So you can find me there. And Nikki. Mostly just Facebook, because I don't got time for anything else. <laughs> so, Nikki Robinson at Facebook. There you go. Josh. Uh, at Joshua Unruh on Twitter. That's probably where you'd find me on Facebook also, but I don't recommend it. We're ramping up to a presidential election, and I mostly use it to troll my relatives. Amen. Nice. <laughs> Have fun. And, of course, you can find me at KOSU Michael C. <laughs> Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, for Nikki Robinson, Devin Green, and Joshua Unruh, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Oh,